0: Seahawks Man to Man podcast is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they are able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices of up to 60% off. Again, I enjoy the NBA. I also love my music. Shout out the game. He just dropped a great album. GameTime is the best way to get tickets for everything from sporting events to shows by artists like The Game. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and quite easy to navigate. Download the GameTime app in Google Play or App Store and score last minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. <laughs> Did DK know who New Edition was? <laughs> Honestly, I do not know if he did or not, but uh, we kind of got him hip to it, so <laughs> it's good to have big brothers, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast, powered by The Athletic. Shout out to the company. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host, Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. You can follow me at Mike Dugar. That is K E D U G. A-R, if you didn't catch all that, I am verified. Uh, so you know where to find me. Chris, talk to him. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Christopher Kidd. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206, and that's kid 206 Okay, so what you guys just heard is Seahawks receiver David Moore getting asked about, you know, the uh, new edition celebration they did after his 60-yard touchdown pass on Monday Night Football. You guys know what it is. The Seahawks won Was final score 37-30, first place, 10-2, and all that. You guys already know all that. Very important. If DK Metcalf did not know who New Edition is, Chris, that's a problem. I don't care how old DK is. I don't <laughs> care how So, for, okay, let's. How old is David Moore? He's 24. Okay. He's 24, which is only me and you are 27. DK is 21. There's no excuse for not know who New Edition is. To not know who they are? It's, I just, it depends on, depends on what the music environment was for DK Metcalf growing up. That would be my only argument. If he doesn't know, I'm not gonna shame him. No, I'm shaming I, I him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. You know who New Edition is, right? Yes. Yes. How do you know? Did you was it was you put on as a I just remember I just I don't know how, I just know I just know of them. My parents, I'm sure, were playing it when I was young and it always came to mind and also when I started listening to R and B and things of that nature, they always come up as a a prominent group that you should know about, regardless of what right. you listen to. It's just like one of them cultural things. It's like knowing Tupac and Biggie. Biggie died before, I think they both died before DK was born.
1: that yeah. you he you know
0: who they are. But there's also been a lot more movies and documentaries about Biggie and Tupac than it has been new edition. They just dropped one. There was a new edition movie. Actually, there's two now because one on Bobby. Oh, that one is on Bobby true. Brown. Okay, and bro, it's like six hours. There's so much packed into that. I think it's inexcusable. I think it's inexcusable. I'm looking up Can You Stand in the Rain. That dropped on December 13, 1998. I think DK is born the very next year. Actually, no. that might be DK might be born the next day. <laughs> Don't care. You got to know who they are. You have to. But oh, think about Poison. That's BBD. It's a banger, too. You should, and they play that everywhere. Inexcusable for him not to know who. If, I need to get that confirmed. I didn't get to talk to DK. I swear he was out of there real quick after the game. But very important development here. They have to... Everyone on the team should know. I don't care how old you are, you gotta know. Can you stand the rain? Uh, you have to know poison, and everything else. You might not have to know Candy Girl, Cool It Now, Telephone Man, Mr. Telephone Man. You don't gotta know all that. You should definitely just know who they are. If you don't know who they are, that's inexcusable. Me and DK are gonna talk. <laughs> for real. <laughs> you, you letting him slide? I'm not letting him slide. Oh no, yeah, I will yeah, give the young fellow a pass. Man. Yeah, I'm not letting. I'm not letting that slide. Just because that was the best moment of the game for me. If I know you did a top five, mine is probably number one for me. Cause you know what's crazy? Real quick before we get into the game, this morning when I took a shower, uh, I get out the I get out the shower. First thing I put on in my on my speaker is Cool It Now" by New Edition. I swear to you, I was bumping New Edition all morning on right, Apple Music. I'm just, you know, cool at night. I'm not going to sing. I don't sound great. Ooh, but Watch out. See what I'm saying? <laughs> You're you know. going to lose control. That is what I'm talking <laughs> Well, he's got to know. So it was It was funny that they did the celebration, Uh, the, what was it? If It Isn't Love, after the the David Moore touchdown. You Before knew what it was, right? Hey, man. I was impressed. I enjoyed it, and I did know <laughs> what it was, who it was. And then just seeing the comparison on social media was pretty funny as well. Oh, uh, yeah. No. It was beautiful. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny because that was my favorite moment. What did you, ha- did you have a different one? I mean, I didn't really have a top five. I just named five of them or attempted to. I forgot about the Travis Homer fake punt. I don't know how that was I great. missed that one. Never kick. Never kick. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to pick one, I would say that Trey Flowers interception. I'm still waiting on Shaq to get one. At this point, I don't know if he ever will. He'll just keep pat, you know, knocking passes down, which is also great. That's great, yeah. But I, I just want him to catch an interception, or just catch it, and see what he can do. I just really want that for him. And I don't know why it's been bothering me for the past 13 weeks, but it has. He'll get a shot against the Rams. So Jared Goff going to throw at least three, right? No, I'm just saying he's going to target him a lot more than... I think he only got like four targets against the uh, yeah. Vikings. So we'll see shows how good he is. Uh so are you going with you going with the pick? I'm going that with the thoughts pick. That was excellent defense. And it was pass interference. Mm, I don't think so. It's cool. You can be wrong. It's fine. No, Mike, I Bro, think, he was all over him. Yeah, it was it was physical. <laughs> I, that that's usually how you get PI. <laughs> I don't think it was to the point where I don't think it was is as egregious as what we saw with the Saints and Rams. That is a clear pi. That one was. Well, that's the worst pi ever. There you go. That's that's if different. they wanted to the challenge it, they would have lost. I bet you they wouldn't have. Well, we can't physically bet, but <laughs> I think so. We just, I just wanted to get the mostly. I just want to get the new addition thing in there. Nah, that's we're, fair, man. It was that was cool. we were a few minutes in. That's just what they wanted to talk about. That was great. No, it was cool, man. I enjoyed it, and the, I think the defense should choreograph a dance when they when they get an interception for six. Or a big man runs it back. They got to choreograph something because they're gonna. It's bound to happen again. Can you name all five members of New Edition? Absolutely not. Really? No. Interesting. I'm not gonna name. Them. I want to see. I want to see if you could. I can But anyway, let's move on. Before Before we actually, you guys ask so many good questions that that's probably well, gonna. Bobby Brown's one, right? Yes. There we go. I got one out of four, one out of five. Oh wow, <laughs> that is uh, a. It's very disappointing, man. That's very disappointing. And if you're listening to this, I want to know if you can name all five members. You can't Google it. Can you name all five members (laughs) and the sixth member that they added after Bobby Brown left the group? If you can name them all, kudos to you. Tweet them to me, text them to me, whatever. Can't look it up. Don't look it up. I just need first names. Don't need last names. Uh, With the game itself, Chris, I'm very encouraged. I'm very, very encouraged because for the first time all year, I can confidently say this. The Seahawks are playing, the 2019 Seahawks, are playing Pete Carroll football. And i that sounds weird, right? Because he's been the coach the whole time. But if you remember, Chris, the first, what, we'll say, eight weeks, nine weeks, they was playing. They looked like, I'm not going to lie, they looked like the 2018 Chiefs. They were slinging it all over the place. DK was going off. Talaki was going off. Russ looked like an MVP candidate. The run game was good, not great, mostly because Chris was fumbling. And then the defense was just shaky. They were just getting lit up, which is basically the 2018 Chiefs, right? Yeah, for yeah the most we discussed part. that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Which isn't bad. They went to the FC title game, but it was definitely not Pete Carroll football. This is Pete Carroll football. The last I would say, the last like three weeks have, for the most part, been Pete Carroll football. They've been running the rock solid. They've been playing great defense. Like they didn't get to the passer a lot today because Kirk Cousins is his O line is pretty pretty real deal, but they wasn't. What Chris and Rashad do today? Buck seventy five, buck seventy six between the two of them, and two Ra- touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, three, because Rashad Penny had one receiving, one rushing. I'm gonna just talking about on the ground, on one. the ground, on the ground, two so touchdowns. So yeah, two touchdowns on the ground, and then what's it say they Rashad what cracked what a buck twenty on Philly. I just think that and that, bro, how many turnovers they have in three games? Eleven. It's Did crazy. It, I think eleven turnovers. Like they're really. They're playing, this is exactly what Pete Carroll would like Of course he would want the passing offense to be a little bit more explosive You know, he doesn't want to see Russ take these sacks I think he only took a couple against the Vikings But at the end of the day, everything Pete Carroll wants to do is this yeah. Like we talk a lot about the offense and shoddy and being playing soft and never kicking And we'll probably never agree on the never kick Although one of the best plays of the day was a never kick moment Just throwing that out there We'll probably, we're going to go back and forth with that Pete will never turn into Andy Reid what he will do is always be him. He'll always be what won him a Super Bowl. And once you get dudes to buy into that, which he has, that's step one. Step two is to execute the hell out of that. And that's to run the rock like they are. And now if they got the one-two punch. I think Shaq said they, he said today after the game, they was he was like, we got the best one-two punch in the league. I don't know if I go that far. But, because technically if you want to go like Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, that's probably a little better. Or if you want to go Tevin and Breda. That's probably a little better too uh, down in San Fran or Latavius and Alvin. There's some good combos out there. But if you got that going right there, you got the one, two, you got all these turnovers. What's Trey Flowers got? Three picks? Having a great year. Yo, Rasheem Green's punching the ball out every week. What the hell? This is just, if you got all that going, that's going to be what works, I think, in the next like two months, if they're still playing in the two months. Not because necessarily they don't need to throw the ball. Of course, they need to throw the ball. They got Russ. You got to be good at throwing the ball. However, if you can just like embody the coach's philosophy and everything that both coordinators are trying to do and you do and you maximize it because this is what it maximized look like, you know, minus the the uh the broken play today. That was bad. That was real bad. Minus that when you maximize what the coach's philosophy is and you can translate that home or on the road because now they've done it in both places against some decent teams. They've beaten two playoff teams in the last three games. Chris, the last of the league could, should kind of be scared right now because this is a damn good team. Yeah. What we saw tonight was an almost finished product. Outside of that 7-0 start with the Vikings just marching down the field in a few plays, going to touchdown, the Seahawks responded defensively. Uh, Yeah. What'd and they, offensively. But they give up today. Actually, they gave up, what, 23? That ain't great. No, it's not. It should win you a game, though. No? Yes. Your offense should be able to to get that back. Which they did. And to your point with Pete Carroll and their style of play, they were running the ball. I remember someone asked me, hey, do I have a shot in fantasy with Russell giving me Russ and I forget the second player. I think it was Lockett. But there was two players that he had playing today. And he needed 43 total points. And he was asking if it's a possibility. And I'm thinking, well, you're going up against Minnesota who loves to run the ball. The Seahawks are going to run the ball. It's going to be a tight one. I don't know how many points he put up, but I'm pretty sure it was under 43 just because – the Seahawks aren't known for throwing the ball. Yes, and the, when they're losing, they're going to have to throw it a little more than usual. Mm-hmm. And a lot of games, it's been back and forth where Russ has to throw the ball. If we, is that, that's what I've noticed. But tonight, it was all about, all right, Chris Carson's rolling. Oh, Penny is on a roll. And you see Penny catching pass out of the backfield now, which is only going to make things that much harder for a team to game plan for when you have Carson that's going to run it down your throat, and he's getting better at catching out of the backfield. Chris? And, yeah. Oh, Chris always been good, though. He just got to hold on to the ball. He didn't fumble today, though, so that's good. Yeah, that's a start. And then you got Penny, who was improved in the run game and in the pass game. He's looking like that first-round pick that everybody was excited to see. Yep, he is yep. coming to form, which understandably makes a little sense. It's, I mean, It's just about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is it has, it's about time. <laughs> this is probably his best game of his career. I mean, yeah, and that's the crazy thing is back-to-back. It's yep. one week after another. It's not week Twelve, and then we don't hear from him again until consistency. That's what great players do, and that's where he be consistent. Cuts. And then on Sunday night against the Rams, we'll see how he responds. Will it be a third straight game where he comes out and is looking good, playing well, running hard? Should that's the hope, right? The other thing is too. I know some people have asked me about Bobby and KJ at different parts this week, and Michael Kendricks. People aren't a fan of the linebackers this year, which is which is weird. I think overall they're playing pretty solid. Look at the run numbers on some of these running backs, and you guys know if you. St- if you started a running back against the Seahawks in fantasy, tell me how good they did. Tell me how good they did. Other than maybe Alvin Kamara in a PPR because he caught like nine balls, but like look at what the running backs are doing against the Seahawks. If your name ain't Nick Chubb, he probably didn't do nothing running the ball. What Gurley do like fifty? He didn't do nothing. Kamara do like sixty. What, what Devontae Freeman do? What Mark Ingram do like forty? Mark Ingram did forty six on twelve carries. What Dalvin Cook today did nine for twenty nine? I mean the Seahawks defense. Especially run defense, excuse me, Yeah, where it's at. And what them the Eagles defense, what the Eagles do? Nothing. What Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida do? Close to nothing. Not a damn thing. I know you may have, like Bobby's not playing at all pro level. Maybe, I think he's playing just fine, but look at them numbers. That too, Chris, is going to translate. Because look at the teams in the NFC. If you shut down the running game on the teams in the NFC, what do these guys got left? What do half of the dudes, what do half the teams got left? New Orleans can still get it done. Right, if you shut them, shut down their run game, because Drew Brees is Drew Brees. You shut down, you shut down Aaron Rodgers' run game. I don't think the Seahawks should be afraid of what he can do. Who else is there? Shut down the Vikings. You see how that goes. You shut down their run game. Who else is left? You shut down the Niners' run game. You see how that goes. Uh, let's see who else is left in the NFC. Oh, Dallas stinks. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. You shut down, you shut down Zeke, and I don't know what they gonna do. <laughs> I honestly don't know what. What they gonna do? Jerry Although Jones wonder the same thing. Uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> it's crazy. Jason Garrett's gonna win the division and get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I miss. I feel like I'm missing a team. Uh, maybe I'm not. But like you look at the rest of the teams in the NFC, you shut down their run game, and it's just so much harder to beat. you. And then you talk about the turnovers they get into. Yo, say what you want about the linebackers or whoever else. Right now, these boys are hitting, and running backs yeah. just can't do nothing. Diggs destroyed homeboy. Ooh. He was dancing, and he tapped him. And it was over. Yeah, no, Diggs is a hitter. He's a hitter. That boy, that boy can play. See, everything is just coming around. This is what P. has been waiting for. He's waiting for a one-two punch at running back, and he's been waiting for some turnovers on D and the run game to just to be shut down of the opponent's run game. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Doug Baldwin said it last year to me. He was like, "These are the three things you have to do: you have to run the ball effectively, don't turn it over, and play a great defense." Bang, bang, bang. The problem is, what the hell was Russ doing on interception? <laughs> <laughs> playing volleyball <laughs> oh, was he trying to catch it no he i was, didn't get he, a good look he at was it. trying to bat it he literally he tried to bat it and he just batted it right to the, the defender i mean oh, that there's terrible. not much in the during the game they were saying you're taught to do that it just was very unfortunate because yeah every time you see that happen you don't see a quarterback trying to catch it you see a quarterback trying to bat it down for those exact reasons unfortunately russ batted it Seven yards straight. Straight to the homie. And that was unfortunate. I don't even know that do name. Straight it, to him. It, it's one of those freak plays. It's weird. Russ leads the league in uh Excuse me. No, he does not lead the league in interceptions. <laughs> that's, I think that's James. Yeah. Good God. Jameis is going to throw 30 picks. Uh, Russ leads the league in touchdown passes, I believe. I think he's got one more than Lamar. And then he's got only four picks, but like two of them are pick sixes. That's so weird. That stained a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's just weird. It's just, it's not fluky. No, this one tonight was fluky. This one was fluky. Uh, the one against Philly was just a forced throw. Uh, the the Peters one, Marcus Peters is elite. <laughs> so where, hell bro? Out of that. He's gonna be All Pro. He's crazy. I think he's gonna be All Pro. I think if there's two All Pro corners, it'll be uh, Gilmore and Marcus Peters. That boy's playing lights out. What's the other one? Oh, that was just a not great throw to Jacob Hollister against the <laughs> Niners. Uh, but yo, the rest of the league on notice. The Seahawks are playing the same type of football. That won them a Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's Legion of Boom, because it's not. Because there's only one Earl Thomas. But they got another free safety who went to Texas, and he's damn good, too. Mm, So there is that. that. There is that. Let's kick off the best part of the show. But before we do any of that, let's quickly pay some bills. Yeah, we're talking about ED, erectile dysfunction. And that discussion is never easy. Sometimes we'll brush our shoulders off make excuses for ourselves, saying things such as, Mojo ain't there. I had a long day sitting at my desk today. Sorry, honey, I'm not really feeling it. Well, with Roman, it is very easy to talk about, and you can chop it up with a real doctor who can hook you up with some real medication. The three, well, not the three S's. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. SSD. Simple, safe, and discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort of your own home. Getting started is very simple. Go to GetRoman.com slash Hawks and complete an online visit. Again, just go to GetRoman.com slash Hawks to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com Hawks for a free visit to get started started. GetRoman.com slash Hawks. right, let's jump into these questions. To Mike, man, we have a bunch per Oof. usual. Appreciate oh, all the boy. love out there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Yes, we love it. We love it, we love it, we love it. Let's kick things off. All the Baby Yoda talk. We have about three questions regarding Baby Yoda. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name these people that want to mention it. Yep, yep, yep. And I'll let you take it from there. Okay. All right. We have Old St. Drip. <laughs> he changed it a little bit, but it's still at NKDD96. He's one of them. We also have Renshank1. Those are our three Yoda questions. And they all want to know, Mike, what do you think about Baby Yoda Russ? Okay, I have I had no idea what the hell was going on for the whole leg like pregame, bro. Everyone's just tweeting at me, and they have the same little Twitter picture. And I'm just so lost. I so I understand now. So you guys correct me if I'm wrong here. Actually, no, Chris, you know, but it's apparently from Disney Plus. It's a movie, yes, a movie on Disney Plus. Mandarin, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, some species of creature that resembles Yoda from no, space. It, it is Yoda. It's Yoda. Oh, it it's is Yoda. Yoda. It's, it's Yoda in an infant form. I'm guessing this film is based. Back, way back when, gotcha. Yoda was huh, Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is freaking weird. <laughs> I don't know. You guys not got Russ to change his Twitter picture. The Seahawks have done it, too. This is just all weird. I don't know what to make of it. Uh, but I will say this. The Seahawks are undefeated in Baby yoda russ Abby games. So there is that. But other than that, <laughs> you guys are weird, bro. Seahawks Twitter's got to be the weirdest Twitter there is. I would put Seahawks Twitter up against anything else, man. You guys are weird. But it's fun. It is fun. But yeah, I I don't know any I don't know much else about Baby Yoda Russ. I do know that Russ said he's aware of it and he thinks it's cool. So, I don't know if that's a good thing if Russ thinks it's cool, but you guys have invaded Russ's mind. So, congratulations. Who started that? Was that Cable Thanos? Ooh. And someone let us know who started that. If that was Cable Thanos, tweet us let's us know. Also, at NKDD96 wants to know was the third quarter the best this team has played all year? And I believe we have another person that wants to know that as well. And that would be... Yeah, I think we did have two people who, who asked about that. Yes. I w- Here I will it is. Th- go ahead, go ahead. Well, actually, he didn't. it's a statement. Vandis Parlow, He wanted to know that as well. Um, go ahead, Mike. I don't know. So if, if, if the question is one just like single quarter, uh, perhaps, I th- I thought... There was a stretch there against the Niners. Maybe it was the second quarter when there was the pick six. I think that they were playing really well. It basically was just like, like dampened by. I think that's also when DK fumbled. Dang, Dk's got to stop fumbling. That's wild. Dropping fumbles. Yeah. All no, yeah. It. Hold yeah, on no. to the ball. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. I th- I would say so. If you adjust for the opponent, then yeah, what they did in the third quarter against the Vikings, turning the ball over, turning them over, uh, running it down their throat, was thirteen, seventeen points in a row in the third quarter. And then another seven to start the fourth. Yeah, that yeah. was that was probably the best. But they can play better, though, too. That's the really, really, really scary part about it. But, yeah, that's probably the best I've seen. It's probably a stretch against the Cardinals, too. That was really good. <laughs> also, I think they were down 20-6 to six to the Browns and came back and took yeah. the lead. in that second half, they just stormed back. Yeah, that was actually really good as well. It's just the Browns, so no one, you know, it wasn't primetime. But if you put that on, I mean, the first half against the Falcons, too. Yeah, was they, they, they up twenty four nothing? They've had a lot of first half something like that. Like what what is going on here? Yeah, so I mean they've been lighting it up too, uh, and that was actually well, I think they were up twenty four nothing on the Falcons. Or twenty they were up three scores, so that actually was really good too. And that was an entire half of With Matt Schaub at the helm. Uh yeah, so I guess if you adjust for opponent, yeah that little stretch is probably <laughs> the best. But they've had some other good stretches too. I would I would say. All right, and not related to this game specifically. What are your guys' favorite uniform combo? Action Green Gang. Next question. There it is. Ryan Turner at Turns44. What's up, Ryan? Per usual, the Hawks found a different way to win. Tonight, the offense line turned in their best performance of the season, and it led to a huge night from Carson and Penny. What's the one unit that will carry this team or sink this team through the end of the season. Keep killing it. Appreciate the love, Ryan. Yeah, what up, Ryan? Uh, it's definitely the O-line, man. Everything is the O-line. They got a pass protect, which they've been shaky at. I thought they were good against Minnesota. And you, you see what happens when they really, really are on it, when D, when DJ's on it, when Mike's on it, when the the receivers are on it, the tight ends are on it. They did this without a fullback because fullbacks don't matter. Hashtag. Uh, sorry, I like Nick Bloor, but full fullbacks are just whatever, unless you have a really good one like the Niners do. So, uh, Yeah, the o, it's all in the O-line, man. If they protect Russ, if they're opening holes for Penny to just, just gallop through folks, Uh, then, yeah, the, the, everything relies on them, I think. All right, next up we have Ross at Ross Fizer. What up, Ross? Appreciate the love. If you got to pick three guys from the locker room to design a completely new uni, who are you picking and why? Okay, so you asked me this before it we went on, and I said three dudes, and I have to revise it. Uh, I think my initial three were Shaq, jay reed and quentin jefferson okay i have to revise i would say bobby uh who was also in ross's avi is it Abby? yeah it's Abby. anyway i will go bobby q jeff and jay reed they just got the most swag mostly bobby i will go with because he said they should have black uniforms with green trim and that would be fire absolutely fire yes that'd be the best uniforms of seahawks history Moving on. <laughs> Next up, we have Daniel at Daniel Long Seventeen. Should we be worried about Lockett? Um. Okay. So short term, yeah, this three game stretch has been bad. I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but it's. I think he's caught like four balls. I think in the past, like three games, not great. I think we're looking at just a perfect storm of things. So, uh, and also. Jason Arnold asked, he wanted to know about Tyler Lockett with the flu recovery as well. So, go ahead and continue your answer. Sorry so, yeah, that. the flu is very important to, to mention here. So, I think there's been just a perfect storm of things that have uh, impacted Lockett negatively. First thing, playing the best passing defense in the league in the 49ers. They just give teams fits. They give number one receivers fits. They're just really, really, really good. Uh, so, I think that's part of it. Because, remember, he played the whole f- the first four quarters of that before leaving with the leg injury. I think that's part of it. I think he was never going to have a good game against them because they're just nasty. And if they're not the best pass defense, uh, then they're number two to the Patriots. Um, second thing, him going to the hospital because of a leg injury. I think the leg injury slowed him down against Philly. I think the offense was just out of whack that day as well, but I think the leg injury was probably... It, I say if you're out there, you're good, but obviously the production just was not there, and I think he was just a step slow. He definitely was. You could see it on the deep ball, him and Russ didn't hit. So I think there's that. And then today... I think he's dealing with the flu. He was sick all week. I didn't see Lockett all week. Uh, and he just looked like hell after the game, man. You could just tell he you know that just sick look. You know what I'm saying? Remember the episode of Spongebob where he got the suds? Oh. Yeah. Oh, bad for Spongebob actually. Yeah, it, it just it, Lockett looked like that. And he sat it like this. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> not good. Now to be fair, other dudes were sick too. I think about seven, eight dudes was sick. Demo was sick. <laughs> he caught a sixty yard bomb. You know, sometimes it just it don't matter. But uh I think those three things all just boom, 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 have, you know, just kind of factored in. If he's healthy against the Rams and not sick, I think his leg is fine. If he's just not sick against the Rams, he should just have one of a normal locket game. I think so. Now, if he puts up another, like, no-catch stinker against the Rams, then it's just like, okay, something is very wrong, and it's there's no more excuses to make. All right. Next up, we have Dave Sayers at Sayers8. What's up, Dave? Rasheem Green and Shakim seem to have given the D-line new life. Have they both cemented their places in the rotation now? Also, Brendan Jackson's footwear was some incredible design work. hashtag Action Green Gang. There you go, Davis. I'm talking about Action Green Gang. We the movement that's movement. If you ain't moving with the movement, then move or get moved, man. Just to let you know. I was I was some heat there. That was fire. I You're didn't practicing make practicing that. that. No, I didn't make that up. That's somebody else's. But oh, it, wow, it's it's fire. <laughs> if you can tell me who who made that up, then I give you hundred bucks. I swear. I bet you no one knows where I got where I took that from um let's see here yeah so if you haven't seen brandon jackson's off-white air force one inspired cleats from uh, monday night they're freaking fire uh let's see here rasheem and shakim i wouldn't say cemented because cement is permanent right yeah they're just in the rotation now but a couple of bad games let's say they don't practice well and lj collier practices better than them then they don't play i think they're both in danger of that they're both playing well but I think you have to keep it up. Nothing is like cemented here because of the way Clint Hurt, the defensive line coach, puts so much emphasis on practicing well. So if you're not practicing well, if you don't maintain your level of play, then you lose your spot. So I think they just need to keep playing well. But I do think that Rashim's been really, really solid. And I think Shakeem, although the numbers ain't been like super duper good, I think he's just been really active. And when you're active and you're getting pressure, good things happen. I think he had a pass breakup today, actually. I'm pretty sure you got credit on that one that got reversed that was a fumble. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I think he got credit for a, a PBU there. So, once you're active like that, good things will start to happen. Uh, but nothing's guaranteed. They could easily lose their snaps to B-Jack or Jizziggy or LJ or whatever. But they've been positive so far. Next up, Thomas Beeson at Lil Taco 21. What's up, man? Go Cougs. Just another regular. What was the standout position group for you this week? Which of Carson or Penny is the running back for the future, uh, definitely the O line was crazy good. Crazy, crazy, crazy good today. The way they just pounded for that 176. I'm if you're looking at the number and it's not matching, what you see in a box score. I'm taking out the rest the runs, those were all scrambles. And they got credit for a run on the Travis Homer fake punt. That's not really the O line, that's a trick play. Uh, so basically, they got the 176. Uh, I will say this which one of Carson Penny is the running back for the future? The answer is yes, <laughs> they're both young, they're both cheap penny's a first-round pick but he's still not super duper expensive uh that's what you do with guys you got rookie running backs or these running backs in his rookie scale you run them into the ground and you draft new ones (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious (laughs) it's just really what you do uh run these guys they're good they are really good tandem they're not the best in the league yet but they damn good they really really damn good what else we got next up this is back to Riley at Riley12678. first, The first question is, do you feel differently about the Hawks' outside shot at the division after tonight? Okay, I feel, <laughs> Riley shot a Kuevi for last week when I said he had only had an outside shot. Okay, so they did only have an outside shot last week. Um, now they're in first place. Um, I guess this was always a factor, so I get your point. But I will say I feel a little better about it. But here's the thing. I don't think the Niners will lose again. Uh, so there's that. Would well, that make them fourteen and two? Yep. Uh, that inc- I really think the game here, week seventeen, if both teams are healthy, it's gonna be a slugfest, bro. The Niners, think about this, Chris. The Niners have lost two games, right? Both games are on game-winning field goals on the last play of the game. Like the Niners, pro- if the Niners thought, hey, we're, we're the we're the best team in football, I would not argue with them. I really would not. They're really nasty. They did a good job on Lamar. I thought. I think he only threw for like a buck. Like he did really solid. He he was, they did a really good job on him. Um, so and they were on the road, like that was really impressive. So I feel better about their chances, but not like oh this is a walk in the park to walk to the division. The Rams game won't be a walk in the park. Uh, who knows? Maybe the Cardinal game won't even be a walk in the park. It should be, but they're gonna make it harder than it is because Seahawks. And yeah, that that week seventeen game is gonna be a fight, bro. That's gonna be a heavyweight fight. I hope that's the primetime game too. Uh, on Sunday. That's just gonna be a dog fight. So I do f I feel better about it, but I'm not ready to just hand the Seahawks to division. But the Niners are good. The Rams don't stink. Jared Goffs just a wildly inconsistent, but the Rams don't stink. Next up, we'll go JRB at JR Batman twenty three. Who did you think played the best on the defensive line? Ooh, I go with Ziggy. Um where does Ziggy have three quarterback hits Dang, he did something else good too. I forgot what it was. Oh, I think he broke up a pass. Yeah, I think he deflected a pass to the line. Had three quarterback hits. I don't know if they had any. Did they have any sacks? Tackle for loss. I'm pretty sure he had that as well. Yeah, I don't think they had any. He was all over the place. Yeah, no, I thought he was. I thought he was. I thought the D active, line was. As you used last week. Yeah, the D line was really active. I thought they did a good job uh, containing and rallying to the ball. They got beat on a lot of screen passes. The uh, offense for the Vikings was really solid today. I thought, despite being, they, I mean, Kirk threw for two seventy six basically without having a run game. I thought that was, like, really, really, really solid. I mean, they weren't great. That pick was bad, but, again, <laughs> pass interference. Uh right, Next up, probably sleep at G3MVN. What is up, man? Clowny and Ansa injury update. Uh, let's see. Um, JD, I think, is probably going to have to just power through the, the hernia thing, man, or the, the core injury, hip, whatever they want to call it. It's not gonna get like better over time. Uh, to be honest, I really just think you got to power through. I mean, everybody's powering through something at the end of the year. It kind of reminds me, who, who was doing that last year. Last year was um, KJ. KJ was basically powering through. Doug was basically powering through. Bradley was powering through. Remember that's why he needed surgery at the end of the year. Guys are powering through. Man, it's he's gonna probably gonna need surgery first thing when they're done. Uh, this year, but he just got the power through. Ziggy, I'm not sure. I missed Pete Carroll's press conference after the game because I do every game. I did not see Ziggy after the game. I just heard from talking to some folks that it's not supposed to be too serious, but the way his shoulder was kind of hanging like that when he left the field, and that's the same soldier shoulder he had uh, surgically repaired over the off season. And what is Ziggy? 30, 31? Ugh, that's not good. Not good. I, so I don't know an official diagnosis. I heard good things. But with, like with my eyes telling me otherwise, too. So, well, so I'll put it this way. If you're an LJ Collier fan, that's good news. He'll, he'll play. But you definitely don't want to uh, see Ziggy not on the field. But that's the best I can do on an update right now. It's hard. They don't ever want to talk about injuries after the wins. They just want to be like, whatever. Unless it's some obvious, like Disley being out for the year, then they talk about it. But other than that, they'd be like, ah, well, no. X rays tomorrow. Shut up. And I'm sorry. It appears that. You failed to reach 43 points, and it was Stephon Diggs and Russ. And I was telling him, ooh, it's tough because Russ might give you 15 to 20 points, and then depending on how the run game goes for Dalvin Cook and the Vikings, I don't know how many yards Stephon Diggs will have. And ultimately the Seahawks shut down the run game and in that situation. Shut down Diggs too. Four catches for 25 yards, and he dropped the ball twice. He had a few drops tonight. Yeah, he was bad. Very bad. Next up, we have Travis Barton at high-speed homer. What up, man? How was Clowney? You okay. Kind of answered that. Covered that. Do we need to be worried about this injury getting worse, or is it, it is what it is, and he's gonna power through it? Yeah, just got power. Like I just said, power through. Everyone's hurt, man, right now. Everyone probably except for us. <laughs> like everyone's hurt right now. You just gotta power, power through. Dwayne's powering through the bicep thing. It's just, I, I think it maybe impacted him a little today. But again, it's football, man. If you out there, you good. That's kind of just how I look at it. All right. Camden McLaren at prosay@edda et, underscore Edda. How damn good did the O-line look tonight? How about the run blocking wide receivers? How often do QBs throw in under two seconds against the Seahawks? Um. Okay. How damn good did the O-line look? I'll put it this way. There's a play. I think it's a Rashad Penny like 10-yard run. I think it's in the third quarter. Uh, yeah, pretty sure it's in the third quarter. It is uh, actually, it might be in the fourth quarter. Let me make sure I got this it right. This was definitely in the fourth quarter. It's believe. the fourth quarter. It's the early in the fourth quarter. Dwayne Brown is pulling. Oh, man. And he gets to the second level. Inject that into my veins, brother. Put that right in my veins. Shoot me up. Let me get high uh, on the play. Now, <laughs> you know, I know company listening and all that stuff. I want to keep the money coming. Uh, run blocking receivers. Uh, another example. Go look at Reshoot. the first touchdown run. Whoever it was, I think it was Chris. Look at DK just hold his dude for, like, just a half second. Boom. Uh, clear path, man. You got to be able to block in this scheme, too. Um, how often do QBs throw in under two seconds against the Seahawks? I don't know, man. Everyone's throwing a quick game. You know, Teddy did it a lot. I think Baker was doing some of it as well. Um, Goff does some of it, too. Everyone's doing it. I don't know if the Seahawks face it more than anyone else. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Next up, we have... Adil at King underscore Con 206. Will we see more Josh Gordon? Saw him a lot early, but only one target? Then he disappeared. I don't know if they'll... So here's the thing on Josh. They're not going to make like a concerted effort to like, oh, we got to get Josh the ball. We got to get Josh the ball. If that's the read, then that's the read. That's just kind of what it is. It's really about the matchups they like, the situation, the play call. It's just so many different things that go into it. Sure. Would they like Josh more involved? Yeah. Would they like Tyler more involved? Sure. Where they like Demo more involved. Yeah, man, this is a run first team. Everybody ain't going to get the ball. Um, I think part of it is just how teams are playing them. Part of it is, again, the matchups. DK has basically reached the point where any backup or number two corner, he can basically get busy on. If you look at it, you look at some of these games, that's basically what they've been doing. That's what they were doing against Philly. That's what they were doing against remember Pittsburgh. Russ just kept throwing at the one dude, forget who it was steven nelson maybe his name all i know is dk was lined up against him yeah like <laughs> you can tell they like the matchups with dk on team's number two corners i think even today he had a uh, catch on Rhodes. like that's just kind of what they like and as long as they keep liking that then they're going to keep going to dk so there you go dana og at dana og is this a 14 and 2 team no dana the 10 and 2 what are you talking about i'm messing with you dana dana's a regular too right Yes, I, I believe play. so. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. I, uh, yeah, I will put it this way: they should be favored in every game. Will they win every game? No, probably not, because uh, they play too many close games, and you need the ball to bounce your way so many times. You know, they they're a miss kick away. They're two miss kicks away from being what eight and four. Mm. If the if Zerline makes his, and if uh, the dude the Niners brought off the street makes his, so I mean, yeah, you just need a little luck too. So, should they win every game? Yeah, I guess. Will they, man? That's the NFL, man. It's hard to just go undefeated in a month. So, I mean, it's possible, but I just wouldn't like guarantee it, man. The Panthers game is going to probably be a, a fight because the Panthers might have the best player on the field in McCaffrey. You never know. So uh, we'll we'll see. Best player on that day, Russ is better than Christian McCaffrey, but you never know on any given Sunday. Next up, we have Column at Column or Why do these guys make it? So difficult. Chris, are they not entertained? Man. Are they not entertained? What fun would it be with these blowouts, man? How fun was that? Was that Niners Packers game any fun? No. I think we just turned it off. Was Ravens was Ravens, uh Rams fun? raiders Niners. I mean Ravens, Niners. No, Ravens Niners was fun. That was close. But uh Oh I am mixing it up. You're right. Ravens Rams. Rams when, that was ugly. Was that fun? Not really. It was it was entertaining watching Lamar, but Overall, it's a bad game. These stinkers are not fun. The Seahawks are here for the fun, and you know what? It's okay. I know you guys are stressed. My cousin texted me before the game. He said he was nervous. I said, just trust in Russ. That's mm. what I do. And Russ, we trust. And Russ, we trust. Just trust in Russ, baby. Next Hello. up, Rank Shank at Rank Shank one. It's basically the stat is that the Seahawks have the most plays uh, with that results in a win percentage change greater than ten percent. Which is wild, like he says Basically means that they, if, the, if the game is a pendulum The Seahawks have the most drastic swings they have, the, they have the most plays that have drastic swings More than any team in the league I don't know who he's getting that stat from But I would imagine it's accurate And the back half of his question is Do you think the Seahawks have gotten lucky or unlucky overall? Like I just mentioned, bro, they're two missed kicks away from being 8-4 You know? uh. So, I mean the ball could bounce their way a couple other times too You know, and maybe they've got a better record But uh, yeah, you, it takes luck, bro. It takes luck. We've mentioned that on, on the show before. It takes luck to win a championship. Every team has had a bit of, of of luck, or just something just go their way. And look, when they got back to the Super Bowl, how many times are you gonna get an onside kick? Remember they got the onside kick against uh, the Packers? You're never gonna get that again unless you got Young Hoku doing it. Dude got three on Thanksgiving. That was crazy, wild, 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 wild. But yeah, definitely, definitely lucky, man. Now you need some luck. That's why I had Jermaine Curse on the top ten. Because he created luck, too, because he was just so damn clutch. So, yeah, they've been been a little lucky. But when, you, when you're when you playing well and you combine it with luck, I think Chris be going to Miami, baby. <laughs> just saying. Next up, we got Jimmy at Joy Bopper. When will Josh Gordon catch a touchdown? Well, shoot, hopefully next week. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's, again, it's just, you know what it's going to have to be because they keep only throwing to him on slants. He's going to have to just take one of them slants to the house. That's all it is. Next up, we have Matt Minto at Minto rest of the way do you see the Carson Penny carries split 50-50 uh no oddly enough I'll say this Chris is still gonna be the dude they're gonna mix Penny in there now I think like even today it wasn't 50-50 Chris ran the ball 23 times Penny 15 that's not nowhere near 50-50 but I think what's gonna happen is you'll see just more of Penny now it'll still be a situation where if Chris is hot they'll ride Chris and then if Penny's hot they'll keep feeding him the rock i think it'll be more like 60 40 65 35 but i don't even think the split matters as long as both of them's running well who cares i mean i guess you might care for fantasy but i mean at this point if you got rashad start him uh so i think that's what it's going to be more than anything i think pete carroll talked about that a little bit after the game too the split he ain't really worried about are they running the ball well who's running the ball well you get the rock he would like it to be both of them like it was today but he don't really care who it is you know what i mean so I don't think he's like goes into a game thinking, all right, we're going to give Chris this many, Rashad this many. I mean, he probably has like a rough estimate, maybe like 20 for Chris, another 12 for Rashad or something like that. But if it flips the other way, he don't care. If it's 13 to 13, if it's 15, he don't care. He don't care. I don't care because I don't have neither one of them on my fantasy team because I didn't make the playoffs in any three of my leagues. No, I'm not better at all. <laughs> Next question. Next up, Jason A. Churchill at Prospect Insider. Gut feeling, Mike. Has this Seahawks team played anywhere near its best football through 12 games? Um, Yes. Have they played near it? Like for an entire game? You think he means for an entire game or like a stretch like that other question Answer was? Answer both ways. Entire game and then a stretch. Entire game is probably still the Niners, man. I, when you adjust for the opponent, they went on the road to the— Remember, the, remember how hot the Niners were, bro, going into that game? They were unbeaten. undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> like they were clear-cut the best team in, in, in football I th- well the Saints looked hot too at the time Not Green s- Bay as well I never really bought into to that as much as I bought in to what the Niners were doing because gotcha. their pass rush was just so crazy and, and whatever bosa they got was killing it and then Sherm's playing out like a pro Bowl, all pro type level too so anywhere near it for a whole game yeah the Niners game is close and this is close as well although stuff like the Busted coverage was bad, uh, but only one penalty. Yeah, on both sides of the ball, which that's, is crazy. That, yeah, that, that's that's pretty clean. It's hard to play a cleaner game than that. Shout out to the O line too for staying clean. You know whose name we didn't mention? Let's not mention his name, but you know he's playing well again. Yep. Just to uh, just throwing that out there. Um, if in terms of like for a stretch, yeah, I've mentioned the games where they played probably just as good. That Cleveland game, first half versus Atlanta, third quarter today. Second half today was actually just pretty solid, too, I'd say. So, yeah. Can they play better? Absolutely. They should beat the snot out of the Rams. Will they? No. Should they? Absolutely. Uh, who else they play? Carolina. Shouldn't, Arizona. Shouldn't be close, but it will be. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Bro, Kyle Allen? Hey, real quick. If you thought Kyle Allen was the answer and they should have given up on Cam Newton, yeah. No. Cam Newton's the truth, baby. He's Next up. Or last question is from Austin Forty Eight at Frenchie 4 ta Ooh, I like how well, like we did there. Oh, I get it. Oh, Me that too. Right? That's dope. That's dope. The young lady in the gif, She's Ludicrous' sister. I don't know. How am I know? I don't know. I just like using gifts. I don't know where half these gifts come from. I don't know. I don't know what movies references. There's actually an article somewhere that explains where a lot of the famous gifts come from. Like, if you, I don't know. Maybe I should link it in there or something. I read it once. and I was like, I, halfway through, I was like, I don't care. got bad real quick. Uh, <laughs> the only, I, actually, the one gift that I was interested because I've never seen The Wire. Oh, and the one he's like, Yoh. yeah. I did want to know the backstory on that gift when he's like, surprise. Yep. That's the only one I really, really cared about. I like living in a world where I don't know where it came from, but it's a good gift. I yeah, enjoy that. I do. I'm I like keep it that way. My favorite is still going to be the Denzel, my man. From uh, from uh, um, Training Day. No, 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 because he doesn't say my man oh, in that one. You're talking about uh, uh ooh, this is gonna. But American Gangster. There it is. I was it was in my head. I couldn't say the words yeah, for whatever reason. That's, that's yeah. my favorite. That's one of my favorite ones, if not my favorite. I love using that. Oh, you the, know. It's the PG-13 version of what you're thinking of when he's riding in the car. Yes. And uh, Training Day. He does not say my man. It's uh, that is accurate. It's it's a different one that half of our listeners can't say. But is are we are we are we done on the questions? Is that everything? That's all the questions, man. We want to thank everyone. We appreciate the love and support. Yeah, no, man. This is again. This is the best part of the show. That's why we've been spending more time on the questions, man. Because we want to talk to y'all. I want to make it feel like a convo. You know, the feedback and everything. I'll make it feel you know reference stuff from the last episode. Who was that? Was that Riley who brought up something I said before? I like yes. that because that's where we know people. You know, coming back. We got the f- recurring people: Dave, Dana. Who else? low Taco. Little Taco. Yep Ryan JRB Yeah Yeah Oh he's been there for a minute He or she I don't know Been there for a long time Yeah man We haven't heard from our man Stephen Collins in a little bit Stephen, where you at baby <laughs> That's regular <laughs> One vacation uh, He better not be man It's, it's <laughs> showtime, man See I 10 to 2 man It's time to come out of Your vacation Well other than that We'll catch you guys Later Got a new pod dropping Later on this week And then we'll catch you guys Following On oh, wait, Sunday Can I Can I Next Sunday Go ahead Cause I don't have a hot take yeah you did That's right You do have a hot take It's not necessarily How you backing take. out of it It's not really a hot take But I do think it's funny You got, Hear me out guys I did not watch the game On TV Obviously I was there However I do enjoy Joe Tessitore And Booger In the booth I enjoy them Made me very clear Very clear That does not mean I think they are good I think it's become So fun That they are so bad and everyone just talks about how bad they are That it's become entertaining And really, when you're calling a game I just need you to entertain me That's all, that's why people like Bill Walton What insight does Bill Walton provide when he calls a game, Chris? None The Himalayas Do you like Bill Walton when he calls a game? I really don't, it's kind of annoying See, for me, it's wildly annoying People love Bill Walton They love the tie-dye, the hippie, the old guy His, his rants about, yeah, mountains he and lit some and hash one time on the air Well, there's something wrong with that man <laughs> Let's just make that very clear But you know what he is? Entertaining, and that's what it's about. You know what Jeff Van Gundy is? Entertain. I love Jeff. You know what Tony Romo is? Entertaining. Love Tony. Chris Collinsworth? Entertaining. Yep. Uh, so as long as you're entertaining me, then I can stand you. A lot of times I watch games on mute, basketball, football, whatever. I Damn. usually I watch a lot of games on mute, yeah, uh, and listen to music. But I do like to be entertained. So if I if if he got to say decaf Metcalf <laughs> to entertain me, then I'm all for it. It doesn't mean I think they're good, but I am very much entertained by Booger and Joe. I can't wait to rewatch <laughs> this game, the broadcast version, Just and, and, listen, laugh. and listen to, to Joe and Booger, man, uh, because I am entertained by them. Mostly because they're both very, very bad at calling games, but well, we're very good at podcasting. We're going to continue doing it. Good segue. Come on now. We appreciate the love and support again, and we will catch y'all later for another episode of Seahawks Man to Man. We out. I don't want to drive me if you say that for your mama Maybe you should smoke something Try the marijuana, I was loving you good The Bible's straight Shows you a couple of things and they finish I choose you right Everything was a gift from a time to your bag And a